Okay, our first candidate tonight, uh, Catherine Thomas. Is she here? She did not come. She did not. Okay, well, that's okay. Uh, that happens, the weather. Uh, so we'll just go to uh, Cherry. Uh, Cherry. Yep. Cherry. That's okay. I knew that. Uh, I've interviewed her before. <laughs> I have bad eyesight, so. Uh, no, no, come up, come up here. You're going to take the microphone. Like every good candidate, you always, if there's a microphone in the room, grab the microphone because that's a great photograph. So, even if it doesn't work, hold the microphone. <laughs> okay, so let's just start off friendly. Uh, tell us your name, pronounce it correctly, because I mispronounced it. I'm Cherie Thomas. I'm running for the 14th Court of Appeals, place two. I like to say that Cherie runs with Marie, not Mary. <laughs> but if you call me Sherry, you can just be one of many thousands. So, so Sherry, where, where do you come from? So I'm from Spring, Northwest Houston. I went to Klein High School, and then I went on to the University of Texas. I graduated with honors. I have a philosophy major and, and two major, which is why I had to go to law school. <laughs> so I went to law school at the University of Texas and also graduated with honors from there. Uh, should I continue work experience? Well, uh, well yeah, sure. Um, where do you work right now? So right now, I'm a partner at Lewis Thomas Law PC, where I work on primarily federal criminal appeals. Interesting. Okay, so tell us about the court that you want to run for. So I'm running for the 14th Court of Appeals, place two. Now, now wait, let me stop you right there, because you just said a big word that a lot of people don't know, and this mm -hmm. is Court of Appeals. What, what is a court of appeals? I mean, I've heard of justices of the peace, and I've heard of, so tell me, what, what is a court of appeals? I think most people are familiar with the trial court, the trial court level. You see, you know, television shows with that involve trial courts, and most people are familiar with the Supreme Court, especially with all the news that's coming out lately. Uh, in Texas, we also have a Supreme Court, just like the federal Supreme Court. We also have a high court for criminal cases called the Court of Criminal Appeals. But in between the trial courts and those two high courts, we have 14 intermediate or middle uh, courts of appeals. And there are two in this area, the first and the 14th. They're called sister courts. Each of them have nine justices on them. And there are no trials in the court of appeals. The trials already happened at the trial court level. What happens at the court of appeals is we handle appeals. Someone, a party, a plaintiff, or a defendant uh, believes something went wrong before the trial court. And so they write a brief, basically a fancy word for a paper, to the Court of Appeals, explain their issues, lay out the facts and law supporting those issues. The other side gets a chance to respond, and then we, we research those, review those, and we write another paper called an opinion, and that's public for all of you to read when you have lots of spare time. <laughs> yeah. and, and I understand there are nine people on this uh, court, but on each of these courts, but really each appeal is read by about three judges That's at correct. first. That's how, so explain yes. how this works. So each case is assigned to one primary, one primary author, but there are three judges on a panel for each case. So one judge and his staff will review the case, prepare a draft opinion, and that opinion will be circulated among the panel. The other two judges will vote, yay or nay. If they don't agree, they'll write a dissent. Or if they agree with the result but not the reason, they'll write what's called a concurrence. Um, so you know, you'll always have each judge's reasoning, and you have kind of multiple, um, multiple perspectives brought to each case. And if a party feels like that panel got it wrong, they even even have an opportunity to get a rehearing before the whole court, all nine judges. But it's rare that the court um, grants what's called an en banc rehearing. So I forgot to ask someone to set the timer. 
but uh, I did. You did. Okay, good. I'll let, I'll let that be the timer. Uh, okay, so uh, now, why are you interested in being a court appeal lawyer? Are you a trial lawyer now? So no, I do have a, a history in litigation. I have been a trial lawyer in the past. Okay. But for the past five or six years, I've been working on primarily appeals. And even before that, as a trial lawyer, I'm a kind of a nerd. So I always was the lawyer working on uh, motions or responses to motions, and that experience fits nicely with appeals. I was actually working at the court as a staff attorney in 2018 when Democrats swept the court. I got very excited about it as a Democrat myself, and I knew that I could contribute more to the court. I care about the court. I care about the independence and integrity of the court. I think everyone deserves a fair shake, and I know how much time and effort all the parties and their attorneys put into each case. So I think each case should be taken seriously, each opinion explained well. Um, so I, that's so give, why give, I'm Give us a, a sense of how big your district is. Where, where is this region that you would hope to represent? It's 10 counties. The biggest county is Harris County. After that, the biggest county is Fort Bend. Um, then there's Brazoria, Galveston, lots of small counties, Washington, Waller, Colorado, Grimes, Chambers, Austin County, not Austin City. Um, <laughs> And so it's 10 counties, so hopefully I didn't miss one, but they're on my website if I did. <laughs> and and how, how long have you been on the campaign trail? So I actually ran for the same court, not the same place, in 2020. I made it into a runoff in the primary, and I didn't make it out of the primary. 2020 was very unusual. And okay, these courts had been all Republican since 1994. Then in 2018, there were five positions open on both the 1st and the 14th, the sister courts. They're in the same building. Democrats swept all those positions. They won all of them. That was Julie Countess. Yes, Julie yeah. Countess, um, Judge Hightower, yeah. Judge Spain, Judge Hassan, um, so many great judges. And in 2020, something odd happened. We again had two positions open on each court, but with the same exact voter pool, but only Democrats won on the first court, Republicans won on the 14th. So I'm hoping to, you know, push that number a little further over to the Democrats. It's an interesting phenomenon. Yeah. So, so Julie and I talk about this all the time, yeah. where it's literally just names on a ballot, and it says judicial, you know, no one no one even reads past judicial, right? They don't know what court or what, you see names. And for some reason, three Democrats and three Republicans got uh, swept in at the same time, or, or, or two and two, I guess. Two and two. Two and two. At the and same by different time. amounts as well. Yeah, so one won by a lot, one won by a little, one lost by a lot, one lost by a little. It's very so, so they asked, well, what, how does that happen? And I said, well, I guess we could poll that question or we could just work in the future and make sure we get out the vote. That's so right. that seems to be the only way to, but you gotta know the name, that's the problem. And maybe not how to pronounce it. Nope, doesn't matter. <laughs> as long as it's <laughs> <right. laughs> um, Okay, okay, so uh, now you, you get on this court, how long is this term for? It's six years. Six years, so. Okay, and uh, is there a term limit? Nope. So it could be a lifetime kind of thing. Yeah, as long I do as you think you have to retire at probably 65 something. There's a retirement age. I'm not sure if it's 65, but I think it's 65. Is this a career hope of yours, or is, is this a kind of thing you want to do a couple times and then go back to private practice? Oh yes, I'd like to do it. I you know I think a lot of people really enjoy being a lawyer, advocating for a certain <coughs> position. I am probably in the minority that I don't necessarily always like to advocate for whatever I'm paid to advocate for. I would like to find out what the correct result is in every case. I'd like to um, you know, do what's right in every case. And unfortunately, when you're a lawyer, you don't always get to you know, pick your clients. 
Um, so sometimes you'll have clients that you really believe in, and other times you're like, well, what, what can we do with these facts? <laughs> so, that that sounds know. like campaign management. <laughs> so as a judge, you know, you you can look at every case fairly, not in the eyes of a, you know, kind of a paid advocate. So. And uh, so how do we get involved in your campaign? I mean, what kind of, what's the scale of your campaign right now? So we, the Court of Appeals candidates, and I have a fancy little push card here. This includes all of the appellate candidates in for this area. It includes Supreme Court candidates, um, Court of Criminal Appeals candidates. These are first Court of Appeals candidates and 14th. The four of us are working on a coordinated campaign together, raising money for a digital campaign, for block walking. We are also personally going out to block walk and do phone banking as well. So if you ever want to join us, I'm happy for you to join me block walking. I'm happy for you to join me on a phone bank. You know, um, company is always uh, appreciated. And I think just every little contribution, every you think, you feel like, you know, with respect to voting, people feel like, oh, my vote doesn't count. Well, well it does. All of them put together count. You may be able to phone bank for two hours, not every, every day of the week. But that two hours adds up. Across and, and the state. You, have, you have a Facebook page presence or I a website? I have or a Facebook you want to announce? presence on my little fancy push card. There's a QR code where you can go to my Facebook page or my my website, and there's a link to my Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page. Um, I'm most active on Facebook. I am not uh, as uh, a Twitter person, <laughs> but I try to post there too for those who do not have Facebook and as well. So uh, if you notice, I'm being very tactful and not asking about specific issues because uh, that would get them in trouble. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we're starting with judicial candidates. Yeah. So candidates as well as judges, we all are bound by the code of judicial conduct. So we can't pledge or promise to vote or to you know rule in any certain way on any certain issue. But I will speak to what you said earlier about originalism. I can say that I'm not an originalist. If I were an originalist, I couldn't be running for judge because I, as a woman, I'm not in the Constitution. I'm not in the Bill of Rights. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs>